Radio. I'm your host, Rick Vasky. This is The Sound of Solar. We do this show every week to uh, update what's going on in the industry with uh, the manufacturers, and we talk about the latest and greatest products. We have helpful tips for some of our dealers and installer network, but we also provide a lot of this information to be helpful to homeowners, and that is why I'm going to be doing the show this week to help a homeowner understand if pool is suitable, a solar pool system is suitable for their pool and for their home. We're going to take you through how, if you are a homeowner, you can do your own site survey on your house, on your roof, to see if it will fit and to understand how it's going to exist to your existing pool equipment. So if you go to umasolar.com and you click on the tab in the menu that says resources, we have a a solar pool simple site survey form. And I'm going to walk you through that here. And additionally, when you submit that site survey form, it's going to ask you to upload some pictures, might ask you to take some measurements if you're able to, and then we're going to connect you with a qualified installer. Now, not only is this going to help you understand uh, how the solar system is going to fit on your home and how it's going to tie into your equipment, it will also help you communicate a little bit better with that installation professional. So let's get started. First of all, again, go to umasolar.com, resources, and download or uh, follow along the Solar Pool Simple Site Survey form. The first thing that we want to do is we want to get started by sizing your pool. Now, there's a couple different ways to size a swimming pool, especially when you have a kidney-shaped pool. But the easiest way to do it, we put right there a nice little helpful documentation on there. And you're going to obviously need a tape measure or even one of those rolling measures if you have access to one of those. Um, And determine the actual volume of the pool and square footage of the pool. I understand that uh, it might not be easy to get the overall volume because you need the length times the width times the depth. And maybe some pools are a little deeper in one end and not so deep in the other. For the most part, and helpful uh, just in this broadcast, I'm going to bring this down to a simple square pool. And also understand that the majority of swimming pools that um, have been built in South Florida are about 350 square feet. Okay, so the next thing that you're going to understand, um, we have put together a nice little chart for you, uh, starting at a 200-square-foot pool and going all the way up to a 600-square-foot pool. Uh, Starting at 200 square feet, you will need four collectors, and if you go all the way up to 600 square feet, you will need 12 collectors, and we break it down a little bit along the way. Now, understand that there are various types of also collectors that we manufacture. We have a 4-foot by 10-foot collector and a 4-foot by 12-foot collector based on the the, uh, total expansion of your roof and what's going to fit up there. Now, if you need 7 collectors but you don't have a very tall roof, then I would say then, and you cannot fit the 12-foot collectors, then I would recommend that you put eight of the 10-foot collectors and go longer with it than you would taller with it. So once you followed along the homeowner site survey form and you've calculated the total size of your swimming pool 
And then after that, you've determined how many actual collectors you need on your roof. The next thing that we need to do is talk about the actual roof and the roof size. Now, one very helpful thing to do is to type in your actual home address into Google and look at it from the satellite image. From there, it is very hard to determine exact measurement of that roof. But let me give you a couple helpful things. Rolling the tape measure down along the length of your house, the gutters, from where the gutters are from start to end, and then looking at where the actual peak of that roof goes in, if you have a slanted roof, you can determine a little bit without getting up on your roof the estimated square footage of that roof. And again, the panels being 4 foot by 12 foot or 4 foot by 10 foot, you can probably, without getting up on your roof, estimate if you feel you can fit a 10 foot or 12 foot panel. And if you have a long enough run along the side of your house to go with the actual seven panels you would need for a 350 square foot pool. Now, I do want to talk about the fact that, yes, we are in the Northern Hemisphere, so the southern part of the roof is the best location for solar. However, the sun does come up and go down east and west. Now, the second best location is afternoon when we get into the west. So if you do need um, the system to be put on your east or west roof, you will still be generating plenty of heat into those panels. If you are a little worried about that, you may want to add one more panel to your system. When we go back, if you do need to split the system between half of it fitting on the south and half of it fitting either on the east or west, that works as well. We are just going to need pipe connections uh, to go from this bank of panels to that bank of panels. Okay, A couple things to think about with your roof, though, is the types of roof. There are many types of roof. Metal, composite, asphalt shingles, and many different types of tile roofs. However, our actual manufactured patented attachment hardware for our solar pool panels is able to go on any type of roof. We just recommend that you contact one of our certified solar installers and let them look at that roof. Another thing that you might want to consider is the condition of your roof. If you have, you know, these solar panels have anywhere from a seven-year to a 12-year warranty, but they have a great life expectancy. Anywhere from 15 to 25 years, I've seen these things last up on a roof, sometimes even beyond 30 years. So one thing you want to think about is if you think you need a new roof or you have an aging roof, it might be smarter to get your roof repaired so that you're not getting a charge of taking up and putting down solar panels on an old roof that you already knew you might need replacement on. Let's talk uh, finally about the roof pitch. We have a great guide there as well up at umasolar.com that will help you understand the one 12 pitch all the way up to the 12 12 pitch. This is we're talking about how steep of an incline your roof has. So again, I don't recommend as a that you get up on your roof, but if you can look at our roof pitch guide and you can put in a good guesstimate based on the guide whether you have a 112 up to a 12 12. Now the majority of roofs are made as a 512 pitch. That is an average roof. 
Okay. Another thing when we're talking about the roof and location of the solar panels to consider is shading in the area. Look at the trees around your home and consider the directional path of the sun. If that tree is going to have any type of shading on those solar panels, you may want to consider the location of the panels, trimming the tree, or moving them out of the shaded area. And remember, the shaded area will change throughout the hours of the day. If you've been following along with our homeowner site survey form, go ahead and fill in the house information part, the roof type, the roof pitch, and how many stories, whether that be a single story, two story, or three story home. Now, the next thing that we're going to move on to is the pool information. And we're talking about the pool equipment. One thing that's very important to understand is that pools have been installed either with inch and a half or two inch PVC. It's important to notice the difference between the inch and a half or two inch because the installation professional will no need to know which type of pipe to bring uh, to get it from your existing equipment up to your roof. Um, and they may need a reducer or an adapter. Uh, understanding how to measure PVC pipe, incorrect measuring is using the outside diameter. This will result in receiving a larger PVC pipe size than expected. So do the best that you can and fill that in, uh, whether inch and a half or two inch. The next thing that we're going to be looking at is your actual pool equipment. A lot of people call this the pad. That is where the filter cartridge is. That is where your pump is. That is also where all the valves are. And usually there is an electrical connection out there. There could be an actual breaker box out there. Most of the time, it's a simple uh, electrical box with a timer on it for the pump. So be sure to take a picture of the entire pad. Get a picture of that timer take a picture of how it's all configured with your valves. So that way the professional installer knows what they're walking into and how they're going to tie into that actual equipment. The pool solar collectors will be tied in PVC wise after the filter. The pipes then get plumbed into a check valve, a three-way diverter valve, and either you can go with uh, two-way manual control ball valves or you have the option of putting in an auto controller. What an auto controller does is it takes a temp sensor and you can digitally set the temperature you would like the system to shut on and off at. As the water flows past it and it gets to a certain point, the auto controller will adjust an actuator valve turning the system on and off. This uh, equipment is made by both Hayward and Pantair. And it is an additional charge from a standard actual install cost of a solar pool system. But it is a great option for those that don't want to worry about shutting on and off the system uh, by moving the valves themselves. The final thing to add to your homeowner site survey is the actual make and model of your pool pump. There are two types of pool pumps, a single speed pool pump and a variable speed pool pump. A single-speed pool pump is the oldest and most used pool pump in the industry, and as it suggests, you have one single speed all the time. The moment you push it on, it will run at the same speed continuously until you stop it. 
Yeah, it does require easy maintenance, and they are a little bit more affordable than a variable speed pump. However, a variable speed pump, you can adjust how much actual flow is going to it, whether it is going to be at a half a horsepower, one horsepower, up to one and a half horsepower, and even more. And so if it only needs to filter the water, it will go to a lower speed. And if it's going to push all that water up onto your roof, it may cycle up to a higher speed. Uh, Great thing about a variable speed pool pump is it is very energy saving. Therefore, um, while it may cost more up front, it has a great return on investment. So complete filling out the homeowner site survey form, include the pictures and of course your address. And when you submit that to umasolar.com, not only will our team of engineers take a look at it, we will also be more than happy to find a certified dealer in your area that will come out and take the information that you've done and provide you a free estimate so that you have an educated decision to find out if solar pool systems is right for your pool and for your home as well as your roof. We hope you found this very informative. Again, umasolar.com. Click on the resources tab and uh, follow along the homeowner site survey form. You're listening to UMA Radio, and keep walking on sunshine. We'll see you next week. I got to be honest with you. I really didn't think about how much it was costing me to heat my swimming pool until my four-year-old pool heater went out. I paid a service technician three times to come out to fix it. But on the third time, they just couldn't get it to work again. After getting the quote to replace it, I decided to look into solar pool heating. I went online and found the top-rated solar panels, looked into how they get attached to my roof, and talked to one of my neighbors who has solar. He told me it could be plumbed right into my existing pool equipment, and it could be installed in one day. That's when I decided solar pool heating was the right choice for me and my family. Since getting the panels installed, my electric bill has dropped almost $80 a month in the cooler months. I'm so glad I won't be needing to make any service calls to keep my pool warm for years to come. Want to see if solar pool heating is right for your home? Call 1-800-79-SOLAR or visit umasolar.com to find a trusted local dealer near you to answer your questions and provide you a free estimate for your solar pool heating needs.